This week's episode is brought to you by Revival Collection Volume 1. Enter the game too late? Want to get old cards without paying too much money? Well, now you can. And this is Volume 1. <laughs> We're free! I'm Atlas, your host, and today it's 95 degrees in Riverside, and we're talking about things that anger us in Vanguard, the pet peeves. So why don't we go around the table and introduce ourselves? Uh, I'm Atlas. I play Grand Blue, Pale Moon, and Great Nature. I'm Chris. I play Genesis and Nova Grappler. And everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dabbled uh, Gold Paladin a little bit. And uh, I'm Josie, and I play Great Nature, Angel Feather, and Pale Moon. And you have quite a few wins under your belt, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I don't mean to, like, toot your horn for you, but, like, I, I get so excited when I have guests on here, so, yeah. No, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I've been, like, competitions have been really good this year. It's just been a good year. And there's going to be a tournament here in Germany next month, so... Oh, your BWC? Hopefully, yeah, the, the German qualifier, the yeah. Continentals. So, since... I only came top eight in Belgium, and then top eight, the first round, I lost against my teammate, who I won Belgium with in the team league. Oh, well. But he won Belgium, so it's all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> at, at least you, like, represented Great Nature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We, were, we were two people yeah. representing Great Nature in the top eight. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Well, I'm hoping that come October here in California, I can uh, I can carry that torch, because I've, I've been at it for, like, three years now. So, hooray. No, but with the new Big Belly Stride, it's... Oh my god, it's going to be such a good time. It's so good. Yeah. Well, on to brass tacks, really. So when as as we play this trading card game, we're bound to run into people who piss us off. We're bound to run, run into habits or things that happen that anger us, so we're here to talk about it. Does anybody kind of want to get the ball rolling and then we can jump off it? So I was at my locals yesterday, and one of my friends, they were playing in a tournament, and what wound up happening was... He was playing Sunshine Bird because he runs Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And somebody tried to rule shark him despite having clearly read the card and knowing exactly what the rulings were. And it kind of bothers me that people will read the card and yet try to twist the wording of the card to, you know, match their own benefit when it clearly says on the card it is one way or the other. Like, do you guys ever run into that at all? Or... Not... Yeah, I, that actually happened to me in um, Belgium. What happened? Only like two weeks ago. Well, I was playing Great Nature. And um, do you know the stride from the Fighters Collection? I always forget how to pronounce his name. Uh, yeah, the one of like Soul Blast, give a card yeah. plus 4,000, you give additional yeah. plus 4,000, whatever. Yeah, well, Yeah, he has like the weirdest wording. wording, I would say, because everything in Great Nature is like at the end of your turn. Yeah. But he isn't. And then it just got into like this. We ended up having to call a judge over and everything. And it was just kind of like, I knew how the card worked. Someone even uploaded a video on YouTube how to explain it. And, oh, I remember uh, that guy. That, that guy was hilarious. Yeah. He, have you seen the video? He was he was pissed. I forgot who it was. But yeah, like, he yeah, has yeah. this thing. Where, like, I know what you mean. The, the, the yeah. video went like five minutes. Initially, like four of a minute, like four or five minutes were just like, you guys are so stupid. And like, <laughs> you just didn't even explain it. Yeah. But like the last few seconds, he was like, it happens. Like you draw the card instantly. You don't have to wait till the end of the turn. Uh, so like when I drew my card, my opponent was like, why are you drawing your card? And I was like, because it's card effect. So like he ended up reading it and it was, oh, it was such a mess. I mean, especially with the, um, the new grade three that we got in the technical booster, the one that restands right. with success. Yeah. It's like, everyone is just like, so confused with that card because some people were saying you can't give that rear guard the trigger power and some people were saying like you can't give the thing guard the trigger power and it was ugh, i don't know it was so confusing the whole tournament yeah i, I noticed a lot of new great nature cards have that so Hrimthurs is you have the you know you soul blast give something plus 4k and then you can give it an additional plus 4k yeah. and at the end of the turn right. kill it and then period full stop end of sentence new sentence if the power of the unit chosen with this effect is 20k or greater draw card so as soon as you pass that threshold boom there you go yeah it's the same with sylvest which is uh by the way that card is going to give me nightmares because he's got like the weird <laughs> mullet and these bony witch fingers Ugh. anyway so his thing is as soon as you hit success 25k so when it's 25k draw a card right there it doesn't matter what the timing is mm. so people kind of don't seem to get that it's the same thing with like end phase where 
uh, I go end phase, retire this unit, and then they go, okay, stand and draw. I'm like, bitch, did I say I was finished? Yeah, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I, I hate that so much because it's like I'm touching my grid free out and then I'm shuffling my deck and then I have to wait for the person to cut because I still need to draw like five cards or yeah. something. Yeah. And then they've, they've already like drawn their card and I'm like, I'm not finished. Like, yeah. this is great nature. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely a total pet peeve of mine is when just people don't believe me when I'm playing something and it's just, ugh. yeah, I mean, it. it there's a very uh like i used to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and the wording is even more difficult in that game at least yeah. this is easier to understand but yeah but like, Yu-Gi-Oh is even more complicated of all the chaining yeah. and stuff yeah it's and, and, and missing the timing and just uh, yeah. screw it yeah just i i think the main pet peeve we can take from this is read your freaking cards man yeah Learn the cards or, or even worse is when people don't read their own cards and you've read them. Oh, like, yeah. Either you've played against them and have it done, had it done to you or you've played the clan or whatever. You you know the um the new starter from Kagero that's like um when the card's been retired, you can put him into your soul and then like your opponent chooses another card and has to retire it? That's not new. Oh, it's been around since BT14. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was newer because like one of my friends recently started playing it, so I thought it was a newer card because I don't really interest myself that much in Kagero. I don't like it either. Anyway, like... Half the time when he was playing it, because we never read the card, and apparently he never read the card, so we always felt that he was allowed to choose which uh-huh. card has to get retired, and we were like, oh, this is so broken. Until, like, one day one of our friends was like, you do understand that you do get to retire. Like, it's your choice which card you get to retire. And, I don't know, it was just one of these cases of, like, no one read the card. So the whole entire time we were thinking, like, oh, why is nobody playing this card? It's so broken. Yeah. It's like... Okay, so bril- yeah. It, yeah. The, the card is Dragon Knight Sadid, Sadeh. And then it's okay. uh, from Brilliant Strike. Yeah, so it's it's nothing new. I think it's just it's got a new lease on life. But otherwise, yeah, I there, there's like another thing where I, I I've been guilty of it myself. Like uh, in Pale Moon, the Harry Stride. I didn't know that they choose which cards to put into their soul when you okay. call out the full field because it still is mm-hmm. on attack. You counterblast to eat, put a rear guard into soul, and then call up to three things out of soul and then if after that you have yeah. five or more rear guards your opponent picks two of the rear guards and puts them in soul i thought you picked so yeah you know yeah no one's immune yeah yeah it's just i don't know it's always just so embarrassing when like you realize that you've just been playing for one card effect and it's like why did nobody like read this card yeah. <laughs> where there's like 15 people in the community and we're all like oh yeah this seems this seems legit and there's that one guy that's like you guys are all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not read the card. Yeah. <laughs> I live what? in Germany. So, like, it's in English. So everyone expects me to, like, obviously, because the cards are in English. And then when there's, like, this one German guy just comes over and is like, can't you read English? And I'm like, oh, I just never read the card. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Wait, is that a thing with, like, or it's like where people can't read English too well in Germany? Or what's what's it like? And, oh, German people are so good in English. Like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, like, ashamed of, like, how lazy I was learning French when I still lived in England. And then I see, like, everyone here in Germany, and they're just, like, they're not fluent, but, like, they're really good. So, I mean, we have have a few cases where they're not that good in English because some people just aren't good in languages, I guess. Well, okay, so So, here's why. So in... In Europe, all of you have all these countries densely packed together. If you get in a car and drive three hours in any direction, you're going to be in an entirely different country with its own culture and its own history. If I'm in California and I drive three hours north, I'm going to see Chris. I'm going to see someone like Chris. or I'm going to see the same type of people because the country is so freaking huge. That, yeah. yeah. So it's partially due to that, and it's partially due to the intense nationalism following world war ii where they're like yeah fuck europe and all that stuff so <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh my, my apologies for uh us <laughs> no it's all right well like we're, we're just as lazy in the uk because yeah. it's like even when we do like well i can speak for like english people but it's like the majority it's like even when we do go to another country in europe like you just assume that they all speak english yeah. and like you just never make the extra effort to like try and communicate them in their language although you're in their country we're like totally off topic now <laughs> hey man i don't care this is interesting it's neat whatever uh n- next other pet peeve thing i know this is very similar to the salt and etiquette but whatever new guests new 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 perspectives let's see people who who play too fast right where yeah. where, where they go okay uh attack 
no guard, triple drive, one, two, three. I'm like, I, I didn't even see the color of what was on that trigger or <laughs> if it was a trigger at all. I yeah. just saw a blur and now you have three extra cards in your hand. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and then I think he, everyone, I think everyone has a person like that in their community. Like, cause I'm definitely thinking of one person right now. <laughs> yeah. There's a so. couple people or, or, or like, you know, like, Hey, can you, can you show me like, where'd you drive check? And they go, uh, show it to you. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're the I'm one inconveniencing of, me, monkey boy. Like I'm guilty of it myself just because like I'll have like a very streamlined consciousness of the game at the moment. And I've already like planned my next move. My opponent will see me like drive checking and I've already like given the power over and it's just like, wait, hold on. I need to show them the triggers. <laughs> yeah, but that's why like whenever I drive check, I always put my drive check on my vanguard. Like the cards on my Venga, just so that like my opponent can actually see what yeah. I'm drive checking. I wish people would do that for me too, but they don't. I should start. And nothing is more annoying than just like when you're, especially when you're playing a tournament and you're kind of like, can you show me that again? Yeah. And they're always like, ah. Oh. But I just need to remember what cards are in their hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. These are the same people that hand shuffle. Oh God. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for most people that do that, were Yu-Gi-Oh players. Yeah. I've realized that too. But like yeah. like the aggressive ones that do it. Because I do it sometimes too. But then I'm also like really OCD when it comes to my cards. So like I'll do it. And then I always have to sort my cards from like zero to three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... I can see that. I, us- <laughs> I usually do that if there's a big attack coming. So I can just kind of drop the cards needed for the guard so I can be all flashy. Like, guard! And then you kind of throw them at the guard circle and they land perfectly. I like to be yeah. You know, I have like I really like I have my trigger, and then I have to have my perfect guards next to my trigger, mm-hmm. and then it's just like the great reason that I want to like throw with a strider at the front, and it's like I really have like everything organized. Oh, yeah, that's what I do if I'm like waiting on an opponent. Like I'll just sort my hand because I'm kind of a fidgeter, as oh, Atlas yeah. knows. Yeah, he does this thing with his throat where he he does this like lot of like like he's calling a horse or something. Okay. I don't know how he does it, but it annoys me. <laughs> Chris, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've listened to past episodes, but I have. I have made fun of you like at least six times, and there's only oh, ten episodes. Okay, just making sure. Um, I know. <laughs> all right. Um, it sounds like a great friendship. That, that's. I'm sorry. That's how I make friends. I make fun of people. Like pretty much. Yeah, but otherwise, like the thing with. Oh yeah, I do this thing. I know this pisses people off. If I it, like, you know how in Great Nature your hand's huge, like 10, 11 cards at yeah. one time. I love yeah. to fan it out and fan myself with them. And really? then if that's, that's so obnoxious, <laughs> if, if I'm really being an asshole, I'll go, I do declare, like in a southern accent, I've been kicked in the shins like at least six times. And I totally, that's wrong. Wrong. yeah, do, do you want to hear something funny? I'm listening. Um, when I was in Belgium and this was really sad, like um, this was around the floor top eight. So like yeah. everyone was super nervous yeah. and I had to play against seven C's and it's like, I love playing against seven C's. I don't know why everyone hits the deck, but when I'm playing white chat noir mm-hmm. and I see like the start of a seven C, I was like, oh yes. And then this poor guy is like, oh, great nature. Like I've never played against great nature before. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh God, no, like this is going to be so bad. I'm going to have to explain all the cards and then time out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so like I do like I do my break ride. I've like stroke chat noir, yeah. and then this guy is like, "How many cards do you have in your hand?" And I count, and I'm like seventeen. Oh my and, god! And like he just had he just had this face of like utter despair, just just like, how am I supposed to win this? And he has like three hand cards, is on like four damage. Oh my god! And it's just well, it was okay. so sad because like and then I was drawing my cards. He was like he was obviously you've got to explain your card effects, especially when someone's like never played against Great Nature before. And then he was like effects from like Duck Bell and like Chet yeah. Noir and stuff. He was like, they all stack. And then it was, oh, yeah. I felt so sorry for him. Poor guy. <laughs> As um, if like he's just looked into the eyes of the devil, just like, but they're all so cute and fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, it was so sad. <laughs> the, there is a way around. Okay, so I, I found that stuff that can kind of hammer away at the wall has an easier matchup against Great Nature. So like Tachikaze where they can retire their stuff and then have a new field and then get more attacks out of it. In my 7Cs build, I run six stands. So it's, do you remember stand blue from long ago? Like, yep. Yeah. So it's like that, where you, you run six stands and you have like, you know, slash shade and maybe you have like the night rose stride or whatever. So if you set up your field right, uh, although if you had three hand cards, you was probably screwed by then. But, you know, 
there's a, there's a way around it. You just kind of have to keep hammering away. If Great Nature just keeps drawing cards, eventually they're going to have to draw into terrible ones because there's no trigger thinning except for Mike Sabro. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, another reason I had you on the podcast, Josie, was I know that you were a part of Ash's podcast where it was all... Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't make it to the podcast. Oh, but, okay. No, yeah, but right. I, w- I was meant to be part. <laughs> you, you were meant, meant to be part of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Helen. Yeah. Helen made it. You didn't. But okay. So I, I, I know that anybody who has, like, any woman who has played Vanguard has had to deal with sexism in mm. some form or another. So we're, we're gonna yeah. have to talk about this because it's interesting Sleep. and <laughs> hopefully to the, to the, uh, like, sex, sexist dicks listening to this podcast. Stop it. I don't mean to white knight or anything, but just, uh, it's a problem. Uh, so, yeah, it, it really is a problem. Just like even in Belgium, like a week ago or whatever it was, it's like, you could tell it's just like, whenever, like you would literally be listening to like conversations as you do, if you're just waiting for your friends Yeah. and they would be like, Oh, I hope I get to play against one of the girls. And like, Seriously? normally it's like, Damn. yeah, yeah. Because obviously like normally, unless you play against like, like obviously like, Helen and stuff like that because she's like super famous in the Vanguard community. Now she is. It's like like the majority of the guys they just like look down like upon girls because normally it's like they're only at the competition because like their boyfriends and then they normally play stuff like Pale Moon or like Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like they always come in with this assumption that like oh it's gonna be like an easy win. I just think it's kind of sad, especially because like top eight. Like in Belgium, at least this time, like we were two girls. I mean, that's yeah, a so. that's a quarter of top eight. Yeah, but like, but then like in the whole competition, I think there were like six of us. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, so like, it, it, like I've tried to get like female friends of mine in, into the game, or just friends in general, because more friends that play Vanguard equals good. But 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 like it's hard to get into it one because you know some people it's just not their thing. But two, yeah. th- there's like the extra barrier of oh women, and then, and then it turns into that scene from the Warriors with the bottles. It's like I don't know. It's like I haven't had like I haven't had a lot of experience where like the men would like say it to my face. But you can always kind of like when you're walking around a tournament, like you can always like I don't know. I didn't like it when I heard the one guy say like oh I hope I get to play against one of the girls. It's just so wrong. Did you get any any uh, dickish behavior in? in ter- in play i guess not really but like to define dickish like what do you mean <laughs> okay so l- let's say um oh you're playing great nature i i thought you might play pale moon or Bermuda triangle or i don't know mm, um, no i had a, i had a lot of people like thinking i was going to play angel feather that's, that's... fair because that's what they've seen you play though yeah, but that's because I won Belgium with Interfever yeah. and I played at Continentals. So it wasn't really like what they said. It was kind of true just because I was known for Interfever. Then that's but, fair enough. That's like... Yeah. But, but like there's kind of like I, like I hate to admit it, but sometimes there is like truth to the stereotype. Yeah. Because like every single girl that I did, apart from Helen, obviously. Yeah. Like they all did play like Pill Moon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like mean... Neo Nectar. I guess so. I mean, Ashley plays Pillman, but she's damn good at it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, just because like, just because you play a clan that's like, I'm not like made for women, but like for girls. Like, I'm saying it with quotation marks. Like, yeah, no, I get it. I don't mean it, but like, um, it doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah. Or it doesn't mean that they play it bad because people think Interfever is like, oh, it used to at least be just a clan for girls. And then like I went seven zero, I mean seven one with it in Belgium. If you say so. I mean like okay, so uh one of the head three of uh, Nexus Cord, Gabe, his two main clans are Angel Feather and Neo Nectar. And Gabe, if you're listening to this, I know you're at uh, at NYU right now, but I still have nightmares about all of the rescue shenanigans and oh, <sighs> painful like i don't care how girly the clan is it's it's scary like yeah like i'm tearing up right now do you understand like (laughs) i remember that like when whenever i played uh locals because i like this is so weird it's like i always had this feeling that like i was always really bad at vanguard so like i never played tournaments interesting which is like I don't like it was always just kind of like because like all like I'm only like surrounded by guys and obviously I think guys in general are a lot more confident than females and especially the fact of like my German isn't like perfect so I was always kind of shy 
But then, like, I started playing locals. But this was, like, after Belgium. And whenever, like, I took out Angel Feather because I wanted to play it by locals, like, everyone would look at me and just be like, are you seriously going to play that? Like, try-harding. Oh, because it's popular I don't know. It was, it was just, yeah. Like, oh. But it was just kind of funny because, like, Angel Feather never got took seriously. And then I went Belgium with it. And then, like, all the guys at my community were like, Please don't be, play Angel Feather. Like it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, you you uh, yeah. you are the video that reverse killed the radio star. That was the worst metaphor. Um, but fun fact, fun fact on um, with in those tournaments, I played um, what's it called, Great Nature, and this was before the new set, and I either came first or second. Oh, there fact. you go. Oh, nice. And that was before Great Nature was like with big belly and like unbeatable oh. stride unit but like i think i think in general like great nature has this effect because um at my locals like no one played great nature yeah so the link suddenly when i took my deck out like my like my close friends knew obviously like great nature because i've been playing it since also like bt7 was when it came out well, yeah when they got like their proper debut bto2 they got yeah. like their eight and yeah they got four cards they got yeah. they got four cards they yeah. got like as a grade zero that you could even use as a forerunner and then like 8k 9k vanilla and then this really stupid ape but i don't know like the Khan has always just been like people didn't think much of it but even with like the small support the clan had like it's still strong yeah like well, in my opinion at least well because you have you have a lot of offense where you're like putting pressure on them in these like mm. forte column or you know forte boosts yeah and then you have these, like, I call them, I call it life insurance. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so like you stack the life insurances on these things that you're, you know, getting all these boosts on and then they die and then you draw like four cards for the price of one. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and then it just gets crazier and crazier. And then for some yeah. reason, nobody really in my area, be it Riverside where I go to school or, you know, back home in LA and Los Angeles really plays great nature, partially because it's annoying to do math and, uh, <laughs> I don't think people like math very much. And then partially because uh, I get kind of, uh, you know, grumpy when, when other people try and bite my style. You know, you know, I look like a retired linebacker. So, you, you know, there's, yeah. uh, I have more bark than bite. <laughs> but you, you've, you've just reminded me of one of my pet peeves. Go for it. So I play, obviously, Angel Feather and Great Nature. Yeah. And both of these clans require a lot of maps. So, <laughs> and nothing is worse when I'm trying to, like, because I don't use dice. Oh. Because I'm too lazy to buy them. I mean, now you can. Um, You're allowed to. Yeah, no, but I, in general, like, I don't have any. I'm just oh. too lazy to, like, buy them. Oh. <laughs> I think my friend should get me some for Christmas. <laughs> but um, Does but, your yeah, friend listen saying, to the podcast? Maybe maybe he or she knows? Well, one of my friends is here, so maybe if I speak loud oh. enough, he can hear me. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I'm trying to add up everything, and then my opponent, because I take a while, because I want to make sure that, like, everything is correct. And, like, they start adding up adding it up for me oh because yeah. that's what like some of my friends do at my like at my locals oh, where like that's the worst like i'll be like i'll be like yeah i got 4k from this 4k from this 4k from this and then my friend would be like oh yeah that's like 16 plus the seven and i'm like yeah but i'm also thinking about the future like because i haven't played yet and then like i'll be at a number and then he'll be at a number and then it's like i have to start from the beginning again and then it's just uh when people try playing for you i guess Oh, back, back yeah, seat, it's like backseat card fighting. Like, yeah, or like when people are spectating, and then like let's say you're like you're playing one of your friends' decks, and then they'll be like, "You've got to do this and this and this," and I'm just kind of like, "Let me figure it out myself." I I, I do admit I, I get like that sometimes with my own stuff, but I preemptively tell the person if you don't want me back the backseat card fighting, tell me to leave because otherwise I'm gonna do it. But yeah, it, it is very annoying to be on the receiving end of that for sure. Yeah, I just remember it's like I just remembered it because like I have one guy at my locals that does it for me like all the time, and I'm just uh, like, please let me add up these numbers. I want to do it myself. <laughs> or, or even worse is if you tell them to stop doing that, and then you start doing something, and they do this, <sighs> or yeah. like they, they wince or something. I'm like, dude, fuck you. All right, just yeah. get, like let me figure yeah. it out. I was at my locals yesterday, and I was playing the Genesis deck that I just finished building with Yadagarasu and Himiko and this guy he was he was standing behind me and he was like yo why aren't you playing Fenrir oh that's and a good one that's a good one I'm just like are you joking right now <laughs> and I explained to him as I was playing that like I'm poor <laughs> I just want to try something different yeah uh, and he was just like oh man but that build is so weak the cards are so shit and I showed him as I was playing exactly why I was playing this build. And I restood two rear guards and called another column. And he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
So, some people... I, I can I can relate with that so much because when I went I don't want to keep like relating back to it but that's just Dude, like do... because so many because so like I had so much attention from it a lot of people like were saying stuff like about me I guess so um when I went Belgium with um Interfeather, everyone was playing no seal and exactly how they would do it in Japan but I wasn't a big fan of no seal well at least at the time so like I had my own Interfeather yeah. like deck with and it had like it had it had mostly Gavriel in it, and people were constantly like, "Why aren't you playing Norseal?" And I'm just like, "Because I feel more confident with this deck, or because I like Gavriel's like defense more, I guess, like the the plus two K that she gets." And like it would just so annoy me so much that everyone was like, "But why aren't you playing Norseal?" And I'm like, "Norseal isn't the only like viable deck." Yeah. Yes. It's like they they released other cards. Like I don't have to play exactly how they do in Japan. Yeah. And see, that's the thing about <laughs> Japan versus the United States too. According to what Atlas and Matt have been saying before, like the Japanese meta is very different than over here. Yeah. yeah same here in Europe. Like, um, play... the biggest example is that people in the U.S. for some reason play Chronodron as their starter, and then J- Japan has been doing TikTok worker. To the extent where they had to not only ban it as your starter, but make it so you can only run one per deck. I, I think the U.S. A just because it's the anime and like there's the there's the connect, connection there, but also because that feeling of going okay, time leap into GG to get our draw and getting your chrono jet so you have that column just feels good, you know? Yeah. It, it may not be as consistent, I guess, but whatever. If it makes us happy, it makes us happy. So No, I mean, here, like, we, we have one Chronicle player that's also my friend, the one that won Belgium with me and recently won Belgium in the Belgium qualifier. What, Jay? And, yeah, yeah, Jay. Yeah. He's, like, he's always been a fan of TikTok Worker. He used to play it as a starting vanguard. No, he used to play it, like, in his deck and had Chrono Drown as a starting vanguard. Mm-hmm. And now he just has, like, it has him as a starting vanguard and he has, like, I think one or two in his deck TikTok Workers. Dang. Yeah. So yeah, and it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible yeah, no, playing against it. That's. Uh... I mean, especially with um with the stand trigger that lets you draw a card. Or Wittar. Yeah, I just I hate her so much. What, when, just uh... like the whole entire column, like well combo, is just ridiculous. What, what, when when you get beat enough, you start to learn the names of your enemy, and then <laughs> yep. uh... I don't like. I just I don't want to associate myself with these cards because they're just pure. Oh my god, guys, have you seen the new stride? It was released in the anime. Uh, Chrono Dragon GG? Yeah. Yeah. Well aware. Oh my god. Okay. Like, this is what I'm curious about. Oh my god. <laughs> so, if it says it copies the effects, does it copy the cost? Because... Yes, I think so. Okay, because in Yu-Gi-Oh, if you copy the effect of something, you don't copy the cost. So, for example, with Diamond Dude, where if you like get rid of D-Draw, you just draw two cards instead of having to drop a Destiny Hero. Draw two. So if it's... I'm, I'm guessing that okay. you have to pay the cost as well. Okay, because if, yeah. if that's the case, then it's not quite as broke. It's still pretty bad. But like the... Um... It's still ridiculous. But like imagine, no, no. imagine Mystery Flare, right? And you, you just go on hit, check top four for the thing without having to counterblast four afterward. I don't know. It, it'd be pretty crazy, but but still, that that next stage Chronos Command thing is scary. Yeah, that on hit pressure. Ah, oh. or or if they're like the Crouching Tiger hitting Dragon players, they have Chrono Dragon GG with Rebellion and next stage. That's scary. They could also just do Ragnarok if they want to for the extra crit. Cock and but, clock. Yeah. Oh. Um, I was losing. I was losing my shit this morning when like, well, Jay showed me the card and was like. Oh, what do you think? And I was just like, I hate your chronicle anyway. So I was like, this is ridiculous. So I was writing with some of my Vanguard friends. And one of them um, is Tim. He was the um, second guy that played Great Nature in the top eight. Oh, cool. And he was like, he was like, oh, well, be happy that it was your chronicle that got it. Because imagine if Great Nature got it. Big belly and managama. And mm. I was just like, holy shit, that oh would be God. so broken. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just call him Menomenon, like from Sesame Street. It's easier. Menomenon. Yeah, yeah. But I just hope that like I don't I don't want Vanguard to be like the super like broken game. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you mean like the rock paper scissors format like Yu-Gi-Oh has? I don't want that either. Yeah, because like it's starting to look like it's starting to look like it kind of to be honest. Because like your Chronicle is just so ridiculous at the moment. I mean, luckily if you have an early game like Seven Seas is kind of the kryptonite to your for now anyway to your Chronicle for now because like the. 
like at the same time though any any clan that can kind of either like luck out with its heal triggers or hunker down and like survive that first stride turn can mm. kill 17s because the longer the game goes the worse it is for us which i don't even think so because when when i played against ga in the top eight in belgium it was it was a stupid round anyway but uh, it was like this the second round because i won the first round and then the second round um he got to stride first uh-huh. And literally because of Great Nature Rush, he had like no cards in hand, so uh, like he drew. Let me guess, because the otter. Dry. Pardon? Is it because of uh, Sea Glass Otter? Because when you uh, say no, rush... I, I don't, I don't play Sea Glass Otter. I love, I love that otter so much because you can go rush. No, and I, then I, I, I played um, for Tapia and for Binoculus Tiger. Oh, I mean for Crown Tiger. Oh no, because this is um, Arusha, right? Yeah. Okay, no, I'm talking about the, you. You run the otter in Big Belly. Sorry, continue. No. Yeah. I, I don't. I also don't run it in Big Belly. I'm not I, a big fan of the card. Damn, I love him. <laughs> All right. I, I I don't see the big hype, but anyway, and he literally had two cards in hand. One was a great free stride fodder, I don't remember. So he got to stride, and the second card was Malum. So he's like, oh, mentality like a phoenix, and then Malum, and then literally because he had TikTok worker as the start vanguard, he had like zero hard can. So can oh my god, cards in his hand. Oh my god, it's so late here in Germany. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like eleven o'clock. And I mean, at the end, he had like five or six cards, oh, and wow. I'm just like, holy shit! Like this is so broken. He was like so, like he was so far behind, and like I was so sure that I was going to win, and then he's just like, oh no, because I have Malum and TikTok Worker, OP shit. Yeah. What Vanguard has on its side to kind of counter Gear Chronicle is the entire luck factor of the game. He yeah. may draw just a bunch of grade threes. <laughs> Like, five cards typically just means that he has five different resources he can use, whether to guard or to stride or to call onto the field. Never know. <laughs> but not, it's not even that, because it's like, the stand trigger says, like, you draw two cards, put them to your hand, and then you put one card from your hand back in the deck. So oh, yeah, it's like, is... if he, like, if he did draw shit, he doesn't care. He's just going to put it back in his hand, yeah. like, back in his deck. So I yeah. think it's so broken. And then, and then they brought out this grid free that's just like... Oh, Soul Blast 1. I'm a grade 0 now. So please time loop me and you can get Malin back. And I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm so salty when it comes to your Chronicle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. No, I get it. You totally deserve it. Pet peeves. Boosher Road. Shut up with Gear Chronicle. We beg you. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Because two, two, like, two judges were watching our game yeah. and like they just looked away. Like, they just didn't even want to see it. And then, like, one of them, afterwards, like, he had to, like, um, oh, I forgot the German word for it. I mean, the English word for it. He had to be, like, oh, Josie, like, it's fine. Like, it's Gear Chronicle. Like, Sympathy? Yeah, it, exactly. He had to, like, he had to console me. Like, it yeah. was so, like, it was so sad. Like, Gear Chronicle's cancer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. Like, and then they give the new the clan booster. And I'm just, like, oh, like they didn't deserve and this. A, and the TD and it's just. God, shut yeah. up! It's too much. Yeah, like, like, I, like I know, I know that he's the main character, like yeah. Chrono. Like, you don't have to like, but make like, the card game though about him. Yeah, but like, Gold Paladin, like back in Aichi days, was not this bad. Thingsaver yeah. and or like during Legion era, Thingsaver, Prominence Glare, it wasn't that bad. There was other yeah. stuff like now. It's just becoming yeah. the, this titan of industry, literally. And the problem yeah. is, it's like back then, it's like. The Paladin, like, they didn't have everything like your Chronicle did. Your Chronicle has card draw, and then it has, like, guard restriction. Yeah. It has multiple attacks. Yeah. And like, it's just, like, it has removal. It, it has yeah. everything. Yeah, like, Aqua Force and Nova Grappler are just, like, I'm just going to step over here for a while, and we're going to wait wait our turn. Because, like... The... Yeah. It's like, why, why play them cards if you can play your Chronicle? Yeah. Which is funny, because Jay used to be a Aqua Force main, oh. and then he just plays your Chronicle. Poor guy. Such a bummer. Um, yeah. oh, okay, here's another uh, pet peeve. Uh, bandwagoners? Like, okay, look, mm. I, I get if you want to jump on it just because it, it's good now, but don't act like it was your idea. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, even when people face my Nova Grappler, the, the Crystal Devil Rush, I always attribute it to Reddit because yeah. it's, like, it's like this new Nova Grappler build that costs like $30, and it's like the Budget Fighter's Paradise. But it's all Reddit, so, like, well, I mean, you gotta give words due. I mean, there's that, and then, like, okay, th- there was this guy at my locals who literally he would just play what was good. So, 
this is like a year ago. It was like around BTO, GBTO3. So this is right after I got back. He, he was playing Great Nature, and that was just because the guy in New York won with Big Belly. And then like the next week, I come back, and he's running Link Joker because, you know, Amnesty started picking up steam. And then a week after, it started to regular. It, like, it's just ridiculous, the, the people who just do it just because, you know, a slave to the trend. Yeah. Do your research. I wish I, I wish I had enough money to do that. Like I don't understand people because we have people like that too here in Germany. It's like they will have like whenever a new like a new clan becomes like mate like meta or at least like this one deck. Yeah. Like they will instantly have it, and then like I'm not. I don't understand it. Like how people have enough money <laughs> just to constantly keep like. Th these playing are, the new trend th these are the same people who cause the really? like okay so for example before gbt07 like this is when we were getting names they released the name of defeat flare root flare dragon you know the flip up one burn a column that guy mm -hmm. went from like 10 to 30 overnight just because it had the flare name and then and then the and then they're like oh it's overlord related so so root flare dropped back down again but just seeing the name or a picture will just causes this to spike overnight and it's worse than most card names and it's because of the same people who like jumping off the titanic and just like jumping from lifeboat to lifeboat all the time but it's it's like um, it's exactly the same when um the novel stride was released and everyone was like uh, well not the effect but just like there's going to be a novel stride yeah. and everyone was like oh novel like everyone started like buying them yeah. just like to resell them for like ridiculous prizes or it was like um which really annoyed me personally was um back when reverse came out yeah and it was reverse liquia Oh, yeah. And it was actually like, and like, Pelion was the first like clan that I ever played like back in like BT3 like mm -hmm. years ago. And I don't like, I never, I never bought Lucrea just because I didn't like her. Like, I was still playing my, um, my Robert because yeah. I just really like the Soul Blast, I mean, Soul Charge one, like at the top of your yeah. card, like top of your deck. And then, like, suddenly, like, to play the new Pale Moon, like, I had to have Lucrea. And then she suddenly went from like, oh, like seven euros, she went to like 30. What? Oh man. And it was and like she's still super expensive now because like all like until now, like Pearl Moon literally just got silver fawn support. Then because then they got they, because they got Venus and then they got the um the Legion, but the Legion was shit. So yep. no one played it. Mm -hmm. And Liquid was just so expensive here in Germany and like I was so happy that I had my two. Mm -hmm. And it was just like it was so expensive. Yeah. What a shame. And the overhype. Well, okay, uh, like a PSA regarding that is to the people who, okay, let's say you you want to pick up this clan, or let, let's say you have the clan already, and, you know, you don't mm. have this older card, and then there's the picture or whatever, so you're like, oh, I gotta jump on this now, and then you go on there, and a vendor has spiked the price. The second the first person hits buy it now, or purchase, or whatever, that's the new price of the card. You've ruined it for the yep. rest yep. of us. Just yep. wait a few days, wait a week, don't ruin it for the rest of us. Luke EA could have stayed $15, or however many euros that is in exchange rate. I'm not very good with, you know... What, I think card prices in general are a little bit different. But yeah, but she just... She went from, like, nothing to so expensive in, like, just in days. And it, it was horrible. But the same thing happened with um, Nightmare Doll Alice. Oh, yeah. When... Um, but, like, luckily, because when I used to play her in my Robert deck, mm -hmm. like, I still had her. But, like, I saw people buying her, and it was, like... 35 euros and i'm just like holy shit okay you, you want to hear like, some... okay uh, uh, okay i gotta come clean so the day they released nightmare doll catherine i immediately I, I remember this exactly i ran into my living room and went on ebay there were four alices left at five dollars each and i bought them and then i went back a couple hours later and they were at 25 each and then i sold them for 20 each i'm a bad person nice yeah Yep. That's like so typical Vanguard now, to be honest. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm horrible. It's fine. Like, yeah. It's like you're, you're part of a problem, but like I'm not allowed no. to. Like, no. I don't know. Date into me all you want. I deserve it. I put on a baseball cap backwards so I can look even more like a douche. Just like dating. I deserve it. All right. Yeah, quite honestly, I'm, I'm very guilty. I used to be very guilty of the same kind of like bandwagoning where I'd buy like the big, like the big name decks or whatever. And then I started to realize that, A, I wasn't really interested in playing half of these clans because I found them boring. Yeah. And B, because like because of the fact that I'm an experimental person anyway, I'd rather play something that's innovative rather than well-tested. So nowadays, I've kind of like 
looked into because like I look into the new stuff that's like being released. Like the OTT just got announced yesterday. Yeah. And I've been on area for a couple of hours today, and I was looking into a bunch of Oracle Think Tank builds that would incorporate new CSNO mechanics or even new Oracle support for older builds, like Amaterasu, mm. rest in peace. But yeah, I've been looking into experimental things, not just what's like current in meta, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I feel like people, if they want to do something similar to like bandwagoning they should try to forge a new path with the new support that's coming out instead of just using the meta that's already here i mean you can't do that like to the most extreme extent like if you have the cards or you know you you still kind of need a starting point yeah but like that's but that's that's also like a problem nowadays Uh. it's just like when you want to start vanguard it's so expensive now because it's like at least with me it was like i started off with pale moon then i went to great nature so like but like i still had all the old stuff and then i started playing um indra feather but, like, I've been playing it when, like, the cards, like, first got released. And, like, I still have, like, all of the old stuff. But, like, if you just now wanted to start playing Indra Feather and you were really interested in Norseal, have fun trying to get the Norseal cards yeah. from, like, yeah. Betis, like, 6. It's ridiculous. And they're so expensive. And, like, I remember when I paid for the, um, the Grade 1 Norseal, like, €2.50, which is, like, nothing. And, like, at the start of this year, like, she was €30 Euros here. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, it's like, I think it's so hard just to like start Vanguard now, to be honest. Because it's like, yeah, okay, let's say you want to like Gear Chronicle interests you and you buy um, a trial deck, but then it's like, have fun, you need to buy four next stages. Yeah. Like, or uh, what's another one? Like, my, I got my, uh, one of my comedian friends into Vanguard because I realized he was a super nerd like me. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, good, I can drag you down with me. So he, uh, his first claim was Link Joker which uh, I was like, you should not do that because it's really expensive. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> and he ended up, I, I, I have to commend him for this. Uh, Dominic was on last week's episode, but he made a deck with Alter Ego Messiah, which you can get in the trial deck, and Imaginary Plane Dragon, which was a super cheap Legion. The deck ended up costing him like $50. The only the, the most expensive thing he, he got two amnesty this is before x came out, so that wasn't a problem. So he got, he got his two amnesty and then like all the other basic you know, bid crunches and stuff. And, like, he ended up going 7-2, which is pretty damn good for Pomona mm. Regionals. And th- this was with a deck where, like, you know, he just missed top eight. But, like, yeah, yeah he-, he did the best out of our group. So good on him. Like, the, the game definitely rewards loyalty, which is kind of stupid. It- it's the equivalent of baby boomers being like, you know, the, the kids today-, today are too entitled. I'm like, yeah, well, the economy was good when you were a kid. It's not for us. Yeah. Good luck. I think Me that's my friends. It might be more of a U.S. Okay. thing. I'm sorry, Josie. Um, I, I don't know how it is over there. Is it hard to like be an adult in your 20s and? I'm I'm like I don't know. Like I'm I'm only 18 and I still live with my parents. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> oh, okay. I know. I'm I'm 22. I got one more year left in college and then. Uh, um... You and my friends were talking about it recently though about the economy of the card game market. Basically, just a stock market. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, I did that with uh, Murakumo and Mega Colony because someone announced, okay, Tech Booster is coming out with Murakumo, Mega Colony, Great Nature. I'm like, you know, that would make it easier for me if I just built Murakumo and Mega Colony for cheap, and then when Tech Booster comes out, I can just you know invest in it on mass and then upgrade and sell them off. I did that. I made Murakumo for eighty. I sold it for one forty five. Good on me. Mega Colony, I, I made for ninety, and a guy was going to buy it for one eighty five. And then he didn't, he couldn't pay. So I, I just have the deck sitting here. And I don't feel like upgrading it because I'm not paying, paying $40 a piece for Amadeus or whatever that stride, the GR stride that prevents you from calling rear guards. I just call him Amadeus. Amadeus. What, what's the name? Octorandus. It's Amadeus now, forever. Amadeus. <laughs> Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Yeah. But like, even so, like, sometimes I wonder, like, where do people even get the prices from? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like we bought um six boxes from the new technical booster. Yeah, yeah. And like, I got I got super lucky, like super lucky. I ended up getting like the great nature generation rare and like um in secret generation rare, and then I got like three big bellies and like everything that I needed, apart from Arusha. Yeah. 
I think that's how you pronounce it. Arusha. Like, I didn't get him once from, like, six boxes. It's a good thing so, like, he's, like, $3. I... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so I looked online, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to order him. So, and I did also get um one more Big Belly. And then, like, that one Big Belly costed more than my free Arushas plus my Arusha and SP. Because uh... he was in there for SP for, like, 10 euros, and then the rest were, like, 3 euros. And I was just like, huh. what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> why is yep. he so cheap and he's so expensive and both of them are, like, Triple res. Like, I understand that, like, Big Belly is super, like, I, I not think, broken, but, like, he is really good. I think it's because Arusha is not, he's not an established deck. Yeah. Big Belly yes. and Fox Legion and Chat Noir have been around a while. Arusha is just kind of just showing up and no one really knows how to but use like, him yet. I know, but, like, use him in every but deck. even so, like, yeah. Big Belly's universal. Like, three heroes is so sad. A little bit, yeah. Um, and, like, yeah. but, like, he's so good in Chat Noir. Yeah. Like, well, he's only good, like, that one stride. Well, that one ride when you break ride. But even so, it doesn't matter because you stride. Yeah. But, like, even so, like, three euros, like, it was so sad. I mean, like, when it was on there for, like, oh, you can get him an SP for 10 euros, I was like, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, lot, a lot of it is artificial inflation. They kind of um, buy a whole bunch of them up and then artificially set a price. Like, yeah. the, blaster, the TD Blaster Blade costs, like, $13 now. Oh, shit, really? Yep. Dang. I have uh, I have the BTO one blaster blade. I have two of those. I don't know if they're worth um, anything. Sure. I just know that the TD one is like thirteen dollars right now. It's really stupid. That is ridiculous. But it's because of the fact that one, it's ancient and nobody really like kept them around because well, yeah, the, yeah, it, it depreciated over time, like you know, physically. Yeah. Wow, he is like yeah, ten to thirteen dollars depending on who you ask. That's funny. BTO one blaster blade is like anywhere between seven and ten dollars. It's less. Yep. That's weird. Yeah, and what's even worse is that it's a trial deck card that you can just pick up a box and just say, hey, I got a TD Blaster Blade that I can plus off of. That's funny. So weird. I just, I, I don't like the price. It's like, in general, I think Vanguard used to be a lot cheaper. Used to be. Maybe because the clans I play now, like, have become a little bit more popular. But, like, even so, like, I don't remember, like, cards being so expensive. Oh, I remember when, um, oh, what's she called? Isolde? The perfect guard assault yeah. yeah yeah i remember like when someone like like the community here was like freaking out because she was like 15 euros and now when i think about it like i remember like a year ago it was normal for a perfect guard like it doesn't matter which clan it was to be 15 euros yeah and now you look at the perfect guard from kagero the um the one that counter charges mm-hmm. like that's like 25 euros yeah well i mean like Perfect cards used to be the most expensive card in the deck. But now as we get, you know, trial decks where they have, like, normal perfect cards that don't unflip, and you have, you know, the unflipping perfect cards, now you have the keyword perfect cards, there's more options, so, like, they're less expensive. But now the strides end up being the most expensive thing because they're the big, like, that's kind of universal. But But it's it's starting to feel a lot like Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I was playing Hamzuka just with friends the other day, and my friend was like, oh, like, how much does your deck cost? And I was like, well, I guess if you were to, like, take away the Creon Tigers and the G-Zone, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 30 euros. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as you add my, like, my G-Zone, alone, like, the big bellies, like, you're already paying, like, 100. Yeah. And that's, like, I don't know. Yeah, for it sure. It just feels dirty. I mean, it's not impossible to be budget. Nobody knows that better than Chris, but... Uh, yep. <laughs> Um, but, but they're, like, if, if, depending on which deck you play, you can definitely do a budget. Like, you just have to time it right. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. I, I made a Witch Genesis deck, which uh, Richard is not, is testing it in the other room right now. I, I made the deck for counting G-Zone and everything, 80 bucks mm-hmm. with GPGs and yeah, everything. That's, that's good. Because, well, okay, I got kind of lucky because this guy on the North America page had a Witch build that he made it in Legion format, so there was no G-Zone. And it was on the page for like two months. And I, and I was like, I will take that off you for 50 bucks. And he's like, deal? And I'm like, score. I, I have kind of a nose for deals, I think, just uh, doing that. And, and and I like to fuck around with stuff. And, you know, it, it helps you learn more in Vanguard so you know what you're playing against in the future. And that's just yes. kind of how it is. But I, I totally agree. Because um, do you remember the Fighters Collection? I'm not sure. No, that was a Fighters Collection. It was um Extra Booster for... Oh, I don't remember her name. Uh, she was called Brunhilda. Well, that's at least like the joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh... what, what, one of my friends recently built a deck around her. Really? And like, it's so ridiculous. It's with Genesis, the new, right? Um... Yes. Yeah. So funny. 
what, let's it's see. like it's such a ridiculous deck and like it costs absolutely nothing it's yeah. a cross ride you counterblast four soul blast six choose three of your opponent's rear guards retire them and draw a card for each thing retired all right yeah. i just i gotta ask how do you pay for that counterblast um basically what you do is you kind of just sit for a while and let them like kick your ass a little bit and then you stop them right at about like five damage <laughs> And you just start guarding like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's not even bad. It's like, I mean, like it's so it's so stupid because um the new well not new, but they have this um snore elemental I think it is. Oh, and yeah. it's like it, you you bind him like two of them and then like a cost a card's cost that's like at least four counter blasts and six soul blast. It's yeah. free. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, and yep. I'm just like, what the fuck? And then like they don't go deck out because of a stand trigger. Oh, and there. then you also have this um, older Genesis card, I think. Well, it's not old. It has Generation Brick 1. But it says when a card is soul blasted, you can put it under your deck, but it's a once per turn effect. Flamer Harry. So it's like, Flamer yeah, Harry. so you can just keep, yeah, so you just keep putting like triggers back in your deck. And then when you're getting close to deck out, you just use the stand trigger and just put everything back in there. And it's just, it's crazy. It's so budget, but like I've lost against this deck so many times. I, I need to and see this list. Like, please it's send because it to it's me. Like, if if you can't rush it, like you're dead. You're just literally going to go deck out. Huh. I think because no, this deck, it stalls so hard, but it's ridiculous. All right, please send it to me. The Same. So yeah, I'll I'll ask I'll ask my friend for um a deck list, and I'll just send it to you over Facebook. Much appreciated. Because like it's like the card actually goes like yeah. two euros here. And yeah. it's just ridiculous. And she's cross ride. Yeah. Yes. She has thirteen, which is actually a lot more annoying than you would think. No, for sure. I, I know we're talking about sitting on a sitting on a fat ass is hard. To, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Good. Any any other pet peeves? Because we're kind of coming up on the hour mark, and uh, I don't really have much else to say. Yeah. Same. same yeah. <laughs> I guess that's kind of. I, I know this went off topic, but this was so fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for, you know, taking the time and especially because it's like 11 where you are, Josie. It's like half 11 here now and I have school in the morning and oh. I still haven't finished my homework. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, well. It's it's all right. Okay, well, it, uh, until next time on Nexus at Night, I was Atlas. And this is Chris. And Josie. <laughs> and have a good night, everyone. this time to thank all listeners that happen to come across this podcast uh be sure to rate and like us on itunes and to you know suggest this to your friends i'd also like to thank lil elephant the oakland-based band that supplied our intro and outro music uh you can find them at lilelefunk.com so l-a-l-e-l-e-p-h-u-n-k you can also tweet us at vg nexus tour so v-g-n-e-x-u-s-c-o-r-p-s or you can tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S, N is in Nancy, O-V is in Victor, A-C-K. Have a good night, everyone.